This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the miniatures gaming podcast where we choose a bunch of topics about miniatures and talk about them for as long as the dice decide. All right. So now that you're going to totally get a dice that's right next to your hand, I think the question we always start off with is going to be, what have you been doing for the hobby this week? Woo! Six minutes! Oh my. This is totally not like our last podcast where everything was one minute. Okay, so last time, where did we leave off on our our, our, our journey? It was Adepticon, right? It was. It was what we were, were hobbying at Adepticon. So, you know, that's what we talked about. Okay. It was mostly the purchasing portion, really. <laughs> uh, so we talked about all of the other stuff about what we did at Adepticon, right? So we're, we're going to be talking about stuff afterwards? Yeah. Our, like... our, we're post-Adepticon, finally. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're just uh, basking in the afterglow of Literally. that fine convention. Literally, like, Adepticon should be, basically be considered people's new year for miniature games. <laughs> At least if you're anywhere near it. That is true. That'd be cool. Like, you have a capstone, you have all these games and stuff like that, and afterwards you kind of um, start afresh. Well, uh, for me, actually it was more of a wrap-up afterwards. So uh, I've been playing uh, Mordheim, Mordheim League. I think I mentioned this before. And so we finally got the last game uh, in for Mordheim. And I, uh, and in the very last game that I played, my leader uh, died. Oh, I wish there was a better story with that way. But <laughs> that's convenient. I was going to say, my leader ran over, tried to like kill some person, and then uh, she got shot to death before she reached her. That's, that's a pretty with good a, with a lucky shot. It's a pretty good cap off to like the end of a campaign. You're like, well, I didn't need you again, so here's an epic finish. And so like she died, but I was so down in terms of experience. Is I finally got the you you suck uh, bonus, so I ended up getting three XP, three extra XP. And bear in mind, you normally get one XP, so I got four XP where I was supposed to only get one XP plus one for killing, right? And each one of my guys got four XP. So like after my captain died and dropped my, my rating, all of my other guys ended up kind of building up the rating. And so I actually do have the, the, the warband is actually okay in terms of when I left it off in stasis. It's actually still okay. And, and like some of my other characters leveled up. I had a character who I super buffed, got her all the best equipment, and she killed, for like five games, she killed one guy. Yeah, this reminds me of Frowscrib. Usually by, <laughs> at the end of the game, when we're going to retire our warbands, I just go, like, my the wizards in Frowscrib, I just send them right in the middle and be like, just go all out, who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's okay. Jordan Lee, you'll survive your, your death roll anyways, right? It's, it's like more time, it's a little bit more than one in six. And of course... I rolled that one out of six for my captain, so my captain died. And mm-hmm. my double crossbow girl, right? So double cro- hand crossbow girl, she's like, she had really cool things. She could shoot twice, and then she'd even charge in and do, do stuff. But, like, she killed one guy with a normal bow. And so, uh, yeah, overall, i got to say the Mordheim was, was still quite fun. In the end, like, it was very hard to actually get that XP bonus, even though my warband was clearly... Uh, struggling because of what had happened some, some unlucky rolls at the beginning of the campaign so i was literally struggling i guess there's two unlucky rolls you can have is like 
if your if your leaders die and then if you have bad gold if you roll for bad uh, warp stone at the very end if you roll really low you get one or two and that just kind of which means you don't get enough gold which means you kind of just drag behind everyone and so I was I was trailing behind people which makes it even worse and there is a catch up mechanic but you need like you start off with warband of, of like a hundred rating and you only start gaining bonuses when you are fifty below the other person okay so it was really hard, basically. <laughs> like, right? So, so I started off like equal, then I dropped a little bit, and then you know people were basically 30, 40, 45 war, uh, uh, XP above me. Finally, I fought a guy who ended up being like 103 XP above me. That's why I got four XP, and okay. it was a very good catch-up mechanic. Once it hit, I was mm-hmm. just struggling before it hit, right? Because all the guys sucked. That, that and then I was like, wow, well. this really helps. It weirds me out how they have these mechanics around in their in their repertoire, but then when it comes to like new Necromunda, they did the exact opposite. It's like, oh, do you when you lose, should you like get anything? Like, no, you should just keep losing more than you get. Like this is a little tiny catch up mechanic, but usually you just like keep losing territories and lose more than you possibly can get to catch up. Yeah. It was so terrible. So mm-hmm. wait, how long have we been recording for? Oh, I don't know. It says 20 minutes, which is kind of ridiculous. No, no, that's the beginning of the call. They oh, don't show okay. you when the, the recording starts? It doesn't matter, okay. does it? Let's just do it. Well, okay, I just didn't calculate how long we've been talking, because usually oh. it says I'd calculate it from then. Oh, don't worry. I calculate these things by hand. I'm a Luddite. It's, it's on okay. paper. The people can't see it, but I can hold a piece of paper where everything's okay. done manually. Okay, so you know how much time we have left. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another okay. minute and a half. Cause, All you right, know, cool. The pencil yeah. does not fail where technology <laughs> may fail. Yes. Yeah, so overall, basically, I played Mordhan. It was, even despite the fact that my warband was behind, uh, it was still quite fun. Uh, I I probably did suffer in some ways, like the wars. There were a couple of other people that, were, that really got it bad. But, like, in the end, uh, I was the one with, I'm pretty sure I was the one with the most... Uh, characters who died in the game with, uh, at a grand total of five, and okay. there was one other guy who had four. Uh, okay. But I don't think anyone had five with one of their captains dying. I th- there's a couple of people who restarted as well, like after mm-hmm. the first first game. But like, yeah, so I had like five characters die in my warband. Quite brutal, but overall it was uh, quite fun. And I, I think in the end, because of the catch-up mechanic, I was actually not in a bad position. I was, like, obviously still behind, but not in a super terrible position at the end. So it was kind of interesting. Yeah, I guess the only main thing I've been doing for, like, last week is, like, packing up all the mantras. Because before then, I had, like, ideas for stuff and was just pulling out mantras. And when I came back from Adepticon, they were just, like, mm. all over the floor, all <laughs> over my bedroom, all over the kitchen yeah. table. I'm like, okay, I have to pack these things, like, consolidate and toss uh-huh. some, like, extra packaging that has of no use and just mm-hmm. have armies that I was working on that have things in different spots and just collect them together. So, oh, so this are... is like a spring cleaning. So maybe Adepticon mm-hmm. is like the new year, and then you do spring cleaning, you get all your stuff, you pack away the old stuff, and you prepare for the new miniature gaming year. Yeah, I think so. That's, it. That's a good kind of idea. Maybe to find so you're place. saying that we should try to go to Adepticon every year and just make it like a, a thing? Make it for, like for New Year's? Us? It's like for New Year's group? Eve? <laughs> Maybe we'll see who else. Okay, okay, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if we can convince other people in our group to uh, join. There's a lot of people who are just in the greater like community, in the same store, and the same other other communities that were there. Uh, mm-hmm. But let's see if we can get like 
more people, more people going. It was quite fun. Yeah. Yeah, and just I was listening to a lot of people's like podcasts of their Adepticon mm-hmm. recap, and like it makes they all have to think about like what they're doing in the upcoming year because they've just finished like some mm-hmm. projects for something and it's kind of like a new yeah. start. Anyhow, all right, there's our there's our six big six on that one. You want to go right. for it? A new question? Sure. So, uh, as I mentioned, uh, I played a whole bunch of more time, finished the campaign. It was overall fun. Got to see a, a, a meet a bunch of uh, new people. Um, so, my question is, so, so actually, they're going to have two new uh, more time campaigns. Uh, but just in general, uh, would you be willing to try a 10-game Mordheim campaign? Not necessarily the ones coming up this year, but if they do it again another year or something like that. No way. It's a Mordheim episode. Six minutes. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I think that's the first one we've only rolled up to. All right. So every time I come to watch people play the game, uh-huh. it actually looks like they're having fun. So, and the games don't seem to drag on either. Those are like the two big things. Like when I see people at the game table and they just Mm -hmm. sort of seem to be sitting there with like nothing going on. They're just like pushing some guys around. I'm talking about 40K basically at the store. (laughs) Yes. Mordhog definitely sounds more fun when people are playing. Yeah. And then I think you might need to be closer to the mic. If, well, you don't have to talk right now. I'm talking. But the other game, like all those... All the historicals games, it seems like nothing is really going on. There's no oh yeah moments at those tables either. But with Mordheim, it's like, just the type of people that play historicals. <laughs> well, they're more like you know the chess, more the intense kind of people. Mm-hmm. Really into the the strategy and history and stuff like that. Yeah, and and just like even the end game wrap up seems entertaining. Mm-hmm. Where, where I've showed up to tables twice to watch. And they're yeah. like, okay, what happens to this guy? And it's like, he's sent to fight in the pits. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, it happened twice when I just walked up to tables after. So, <laughs> And it's a dumb roll. Because the game is not, uh, you know, hard or whatever. Like, there's not mm-hmm. a lot of thought going into it. So they're literally just like, you know, you roll. <laughs> the pit is like, you, you just set the two miniatures mm-hmm. next to each other. And then they just charge into each other and they fight. And generally, the pit fighter is such a good fighter, they'll kill, like, almost anyone unless it's, like, a possessed or something like that who will just slaughter the pit fighter. But, like, it's interesting. Yeah, so I don't – I never see anyone playing too tactically at all. I think it would depend on whether they put any restrictions on people taking some of the crazy stuff because obviously there is some crazy stuff out there from us mm. looking at it before. Yeah. But – I don't think that if we had Frostgrave going on, I'd want to join something that similar. Mm-hmm. But if there wasn't Frostgrave, I think I would consider it. Yeah. It's, it's also just from, from like a modeling perspective that they, for me, making a small war band like that in the fantasy yeah. falls into the same like category of hobbying. So yeah. I already have to build a new Fro- Frostgrave war band coming up. So I think that's yeah. going to satisfy me for a while. But uh-huh. if I didn't have that going on, I think it'd be much more likely. Yeah, I think so. Actually, um, I guess the 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 after rolls are are actually quite fun. And honestly, if there was no after game rolls, the actual gameplay of Mordheim is fine, but not as interesting, right? It's the entire after game thing that that 
builds everything into it, right? Because their their death rolls, like they're, there's like 36 different results, not 36 different results, like 20 different results yep. for your for your injury roll. Maybe yeah, there's maybe like 20, 20 or so different results for your injury roll, right? Okay. So it's quite exciting, and and like you said, one of them is you have you get sent to the pits and you have to fight. Mm-hmm. And Which you is, play a mini game, yeah. Yes, exactly. You play a mini game. It's so it's almost like the after game stuff is more fun than the actual game. the The actual game is showing some of its age. It's definitely more tactical than it seems at first, right? Once you kind of understand things, and there's definitely things that are long in the tooth. And Mordheim would probably have. Uh, benefited from a community edition like uh, necromunda has right that like necromunda first edition yeah or whatever the original uh has which has kind of cleaned up a lot of the things that were nagging issues for general players because mordheim has like everyone who plays mordheim plays with like three or four probably at least uh changes to the core rules uh right in addition to the fact that that, that was patched right and so uh yes oh it is quite fun but and and like you said from like from what i've seen it's like been one of the most fun uh games that you will watch uh except frostgrave i found more fun right Mm-hmm. Like Frostgrave has the same kind of thing uh, afterwards, right? Where you're rolling for awesome treasure, uh, but then you also just the gameplay of Frostgrave is so much more fun and exciting, and there's more things happening during Frostgrave during the actual game portion. Yeah. So more time is more time alternating activation. No. No. Okay. That might be why Frostgrave with its sort of group activation feels more no, fun. It's, it's the spells. It's, the spell, it's just the spells, not even like you move something, some, oh, and someone pushing. else moves in. Spells and pushing. As pushing well. is kind of cool that you could end, and end combat. Everything about the game is better in Frostgrave. Like, spell, uh, almost everything. So there's the, the one thing that Mordheim has is, is a hiding mechanic, uh, which is kind of interesting, where, you know, you can choose to hide, right? Which means you you move basically at a, a slower speed than if you're running or whatever. Um, but then they can't shoot you, but you can... But you have to be able to have line of sight to charge someone, right? So the how you are able to if uh, get a charge in, even if you're moving first, is that you move to a place where you can see the guy, and then that guy either has to back off or uh, walking. You know, they can sitting. try to hide themselves, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So and because of the way like the, the the rules are set up, it's obviously supposed to be a lot of terrain, right? And and so you know, it's a, a terrain-heavy game uh, with hiding. Like, I don't know. It's that's that's the one thing basically. It it, it makes some interest, right? It makes some some parts of the it, it it adds some tactics and stuff to the game, right? Um, but overall, uh, like Frostgrave has better missions. Like the missions are one of the like we talked about before is one of the strongest like things of Frostgrave. Um, and I just realized I'm just about to gush on Frostgrave, but we're actually t- supposed to be talking about Mordheim. Well, you're basically <laughs> saying say, you're basically saying the Mordheim missions are okay, but they're not like stellar. No, they're actually kind of bad. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> they're, like, yeah, they're they're not they're not on the top of any kind of game. I, I I'd even say some like 
uh, 40k missions are probably better. Mm. So uh, that's probably one of the weakest portions of Mordheim. Plus, there's a bunch of clunky rules that, like I said, would would help with the community edition. Um, and so overall, I kind of agree that um, if Frostgrave didn't ex- exist, I would probably be super happy to play another Mordheim campaign. But I almost would rather play like two Frostgrave campaigns going on at the same time rather than play the Mordheim thing. The biggest thing with the Mordheim thing is for people who like the old world and want to play in that kind of grim, grim and and dark. It's not it's not exactly the 40k grim dark, but the more like you know Blanchet, Blan, uh, like John Blanche esque, yes. yeah, the Blanchetsu kind of fantasy. I know a lot of people really like that, and and Mordheim has that in spades, right? So if you want to play in that world, Mordheim could be a great game. But there's also a lot of other games that are similar, I think, uh, that have a, a lineage to Mordheim uh, that I've heard about, like Forbidden Psalm. Have you heard of this game? It's like an well, indie game. Yeah? Only in passing. Haven't yeah, so it. it's an indie game and, and with the campaign system and stuff like that. And I wonder if that's like a similar kind of Mordheim-esque game, but possibly more updated and, and cleaner and st- stuff like that. Uh, as long as it has the giant charts that you have at the end of Mordheim, mm-hmm. right, for your way you're rolling. Uh, yeah, I think that, you know, there could be other games, right, that you could play. Yeah, I'm cool with giant charts at the end, just not in the middle of the game. Like, in the middle of the yes, game, it breaks your whole exactly, concentration. But exactly. at the end, giant charts are super fun. It's a wrap-up. Yeah, thing. it's the kind of thing, like, remember when you played uh, the Infinity RPG, and, like, just rolling up your character is rolling a whole bunch of charts to see what happens? Yeah, I read all that part. That part seemed fun yeah, to read. Yeah, that was part was really fun. And so I was like, you know what? Maybe that would be have a fun thing that every single time in between your missions, right... You roll up on this giant chart, things happen. <laughs> so you have like a mini game and you kind of like build the story. And I think that, that you know, there's, I, I, I was just going to mention, well, I, I mentioned some other games, but since we're only talking about Wartime, uh, yeah, I think, um, so I guess the answer for me is probably not. Except for the fact that the other people are playing, so. Uh, so you might Maybe still do, I'll, do another one. Yes, exactly. Just just to continue the story of my guide, to see what happens, my, my campaign, my, uh, my guys and see what happens uh, later on yeah like all right with the continued well, adventures well maybe we'll check back in on that in like a few months uh that'll be like a year from now oh wow okay you we can talk about or no i think they're going to start it in the fall for for the new campaign so mm-hmm. like the continued campaign yeah okay well that that gets us our double sixes which is apparently a more time uh episode yeah. What happens what happens on the table when you roll double sixes after you die? Uh double sixes. Is that good or bad? Shoot, I should probably know that. That's that should be good. Yeah, six six one is that the pits? No, six five I think is the pits. Yep. Six I think six six has gotta be good. Because one one is your one if you roll a one at the beginning. Yep. And anything one, and then your second roll is one to five. You're dead. Uh, one six, you actually survive, uh, but you get double injuries. And then six is good if you're. It's generally good, except if you roll a one, you actually get captured by the enemy, and every single person can just kill you or sell you off to slavery. Which means six one is also bad. Hmm. Well, but it gives your opponent a benefit. Oh, that's great. 
well, that sounds fun, but not not yeah. quite fun enough for me to jump in on it. Yeah, I'd just say the chart at the back is really really interesting. Uh, you know, you know, uh, I, I'm gonna see if we can integrate this into like other games if if we write, you know, the games that we write and stuff like that. It'd be fun to do. Yeah, All right. interesting ideas. All right, I guess that has been it for uh, this episode of D6 Minutes. Uh, if you have any questions about Mordheim or anything else, uh, why don't you give us a shout? You can email us at contact at diceovereverything.com. Yeah, or find us on Facebook. We're Dice Over Everything. This has been Alan. Yeah, it's been Brandon. Bye.